Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. I'm your host Marcus and joining me today we got Jack once again. Hey, how's it going everybody? Oh man, it is going so good. I am ready for my daily dose of 40k goodness. Oh, you know I'm always down to fuck, I mean read stories. (laughs) Weird cough there. (laughs) Weird cough. Uh, Today's story is called The Splinter Imperium and it's by Rory. Um, sounds pretty fucking cool. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, this looks interesting. The Splinter Imperium. In the galactic northeast lies the Splinter Imperium, cut off from the Emperor's domain since the, before the end of the Horus Heresy. Its people believe themselves to be the last true bastion of humanity and the final stand that will culminate in the re, re, reascend, reascendance of humanity. Yep. That's it. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> Back at it again, reading words that don't really, they're real. You're, that one's real. you're making progress. <laughs> it's impressive. Led by the High Council, they have starved off countless attacks by demons and the dread servants of chaos, the heretic Astartes. Believing the Emperor and his Imperium to have been defeated by Horus and his warbands, they have never journeyed beyond their solar system. Though the last hundred years have been peaceful and prosperous, it was not to be. A crusade crusade led by Captain Hadriel Grimace of the Black Templars, composed of 300 of the Black Templars, Novamarine's third and fourth companies, and a thousand members of the Imperial Guard, returns from their attack on the planets under the rule of chaos forces near the Malfactus Rift. Upon discovering signals originating from the Splinter Imperium, Captain Grimace decided to explore the surface of the nearest planet. This planet is the farthest from the seat of power of the Splinter Imperium, New Terra. After negotiations resulted in killing of an ambassador deemed by a heretic by Captain Grimace, the Crusade marshaled their forces, as did the Splinter Imperium. In a daring maneuver, Captain Grimace launched a massive assault on the planet Reduria while his fleet engages the Splinter Imperium. Excerpt from my story. Warning, this is a battle scene and as such is extremely violent. So you have been warned. All right, boys, get out your wiener. We're about to witness some great bolter porn to flap too. I, I know. It's like everything in 40K is pretty violent, but we need a warning for this story in particular. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this takes place during the engagement in space, just as soldiers of the Splinter Imperium have teleported aboard Captain Grimace's ship. Suddenly, a blinding light flashed, nearly completely dimmed by his helmet, and 20, and 20 mortal, mortal soldiers stood in the tall Protarium chamber. 
His brothers, guarding the doors, lifted their bolters and fired. Men turned to red mist as bolt shells detonated across the enemy group. Three came at Grimace, each wielding a weapon with a power field. The first swung his maul, two-handed at him. Grimace knocked the swing aside and crushed the man's head with a punch. The other two attempted to stab him with their power swords. He deflected one, though the other grazed his stomach as he dodged, scraping the ceramite in paint. Drawing his sword up, he dismembered the one whose blade he had dodged. The last remaining soldier flew at him, much faster than any mortal he had encountered. He knew that there were no Astartes with them, but these soldiers were obviously augmented. By genetic science or some other way, he did not know. He flicked his wrist, and the massive one-handed blade he carried passed through the man's torso with little resistance. For the High Council and the new Imperium, yelled the men as they died. Grimace's brothers gunned them down in a storm of bolter fire. Karel and Faros reloaded his bolter, firing a hail of shells into the few remaining enemies. Suddenly, the command castle shuddered. Grimace spoke, they have landed boarding pods. They are fools. Faros stepped towards the entrance to the command castle, preparing for combat with boarders. The doors to the command castle shuddered. They buckled and melted against the force of what was likely a melted charge. On the other side of the door were another 50 enemy soldiers, aiming weapons at the door. The first man through the door was split in half as a chain fist cut through his body. Assault cannon whirring, and Astartes fired point blank into the crowd, shredding many of the boarders. One of his brothers, chanting of a hymn, turned into a scream as a plasma beam melted through his terminator plate. The mortal soldiers died even as they charged forwards, their armor blown to pieces along with their bodies. Faro swung his massive blade in a wide arc, opening up the bodies of three soldiers. Reversing the swing, he decapitated another. Grimace was suddenly beside him, hacking limbs from bodies as the enemy poured into the room. Faros killed a man with the hilt of his sword, then impaled another on the blade. Flinging the dying man off of his blade, he turned to Grimace. They have likely boarded in other parts of the ship as well, Captain. Interesting. So that's the story. Um, I'm trying to piece together, like, kind of... He, he, he definitely likes his Splinter Imperium. He, this isn't a Black Templar story. They're not supposed to be the focus, no. right? Yeah. It, d- it did say this was an excerpt from the story. So I assume there's a larger mm. part to this. Yeah. Like this was just a small, a yeah. small piece of the, the space teaser. battle. I like um, it. Yeah, I like the idea of non-Imperium humans that are not chaos, that they're just like, we're just humans trying to survive in this crazy world. We want nothing to do with this crazy Imperium. These ones even thought that the Imperium was destroyed. So, In their minds, it kinda, they kind of are the new Imperium. Yeah. Very much kind of like the, uh, was it Imperial Secundus under yeah. Ubute Gilliman? Yeah um yeah but they they were so like they these guys basically isolated themselves they've never left their solar system to go check out anything <laughs> yep <laughs> it seems uh, a little weird that they wouldn't leave the solar system but i mean man maybe they tried a couple times it's like every direction they go they just keep running the chaos war bands it's yeah like, that could be the case yeah um, definitely glass northeast so that's like way to think of where that is i assume that's like very top of like the ultima segmentum which is like yeah cool stars so you're probably running into like flayed ones a lot 
all sorts of nasty stuff up there. <laughs> all the all the horrors of the of the galaxy all the that terrible, need to be warned us things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't blame them for for staying in the solar system. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think for me the most interesting part of this lore and something that I wish I knew more about was. So this guy's writing about this, his Splinter Imperium, and he tosses out this one line where they talk about super soldiers that he's not sure if they're scientifically modified or genetically modified, but he knows they're not normal mortals. I would like to know mm-hmm. a little bit more about that. Like, uh, what do their soldiers look like? What are their armies like? I would assume similar. I, my guess would be like probably similar to like Tempesta Scions, where they're definitely like getting some augments, not as much as like a regular space Marine to the point where they're huge, but they are definitely getting like battle stins and crazy yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But all, yeah. Cause I guess they were, they crumpled pretty easy. So they're definitely not on the same level. As yeah. Space no, Marines. they're, they're cannon fodder as yeah. always. As always. I, I, I did love the one line in the summary at the beginning, the, just the after negotiations resulting in the killing of an ambassador deemed a heretic. Just, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> just a 40K line right there. Yeah. <laughs> negotiations were short. Um, yeah, cool. Cool little story. I would like to read more of it for sure. I need, I need more information on the Splinter Imperium and their forces and kind of what drives them and what motivates them. Yeah, you you had my attention, but now you have my interest. Yes, yes, exa- exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, is there anything else you'd think about this story? Uh, some great bolter porn there for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the one guy getting uh, seared by a plasma beam and then his like uh, his hymn turns to a scream. <laughs> yeah, it's very 40K. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you so much uh, for sharing this, uh, Rory. We really do appreciate it. And um, yeah, if you guys have lore, don't forget you can send it in. And if you want to join me on the show like Jack did, you're more than welcome. Just shoot me a message and we can set it up. Yeah, always a great time to be on. Yeah, thanks for thanks for joining me. Um, yeah, do so. Where are you at? Where'd we leave with your stories? Are you writing more for us, or I am. I've got a couple different things. So I've got um, lore for Space Marine chapter. That's uh, that's completed. Okay. So I can I can whip that out at any point. Um, and then I've started work on some larger stories as well. Those might take a little bit. So. Do you typically always write um, like stories as opposed to like information, if that makes sense? The, the Space Marine chapter, uh, that's definitely more of like a, um, like a canon article. Like that, that I did not take a story approach, although a lot of it is like narrative information. Um, but it, it's more of just like background about the, the, uh, the Space Marine chapter. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's always so interesting to see how different people portray their lore. Like this guy, he did part story mm-hmm. and then part actual uh, yeah. story story. So, yeah, it's always cool how people portray it. Yeah, I think it, it was very smart having like a, a bit of a summary prior to it. Because like otherwise you don't really know going in yeah. to it. Yeah, to yeah. A narrative. yeah. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, everyone keep writing and we'll see you all on the next episode of Lorehammer Listen to Lore. Yeah, you guys keep it tight out there.
Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode.